0: Chapter 22 of Stories of the Bible, Volume 1 The People of the Chosen Land This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Story of Joshua Then Joshua led the Israelites forth, but when they came to the river Jordan, again their courage failed them. Although they had been led through the Red Sea in the times of their fathers, and though all their lives they had been told of that wonderful deliverance, still, when now they came to the river Jordan, their hearts grew heavy, and fear took possession of them. But there lay the country, fair and beautiful." They could see it and with joshua so brave and true to lead them on they gathered up their courage and the great company marched down to the river banks again the miracle of the parting of the waters was repeated for the waters roared and rushed and heaped themselves like great walls on either side while the israelites passed through meantime joshua had sent forward two men into the city of jericho to learn what manner of people were there for jericho was one of the cities upon which the israelites must make war these people of canaan were not likely to give the country into the hands of a new people without a struggle that the israelites well knew then too these were in the days when all nations were at war with each other And the possession of a country was always a matter of force and strength. One people overcoming the other. When the two Israelites came into Jericho, they sought the house of a woman named Rahab, and from her learned all those things about the city that they needed to know. But the king of Jericho heard that two Israelites were in the city and at once he suspected them of being spies. Accordingly, he sent messengers to seize them and put them in prison. The messengers came, bearing with them the authority of the king. But the two men were hid away by Rahab, and the messenger went away. I know, Rahab said, that this land belongs to you, that God hath promised it to you, For I have heard of the wonderful things that God hath done for you and your people. Because of this, I have hidden you beneath the flax on the housetop. And now, when your people come to take the city, forget not me. Tell your people the protection given you in this house. Then shall your soldiers spare me in the downfall of the city. Then the Israelites promised that. In the ransacking of the city, this woman Rahab should be spared. When we are gone, they said, fasten a red cord upon the window of the house. Then, when we enter the city, the house in whose window the red cord is shall be spared. At night, the woman let the Israelites down from the roof of the house by a rope, and they hurried away to join the Israelites. In a few days the army of the Israelites appeared before the walls of Jericho. The gates were closed and the king's army within were ready to resist the attack. What were the Israelites to do? Should they attack the city with battering rams and meet the people with spears and swords? This was the way of besieging cities in those days, and it was for this kind of attack that the people within were prepared. But this was not the way the Israelites were to do their work, for God had told them, even while in the wilderness, that the walls of Jericho were to be beaten down in a way most strange. They were to take their ark up to the walls of the city. They were to draw up their soldiers in line. The priests were to bear their ark, and together all were to march around the city the priests blowing their trumpets as they passed before the ark. Not a spear was to be thrown, not a sword was to be drawn. For seven days they were to do this. But on the seventh day, they were to march seven times around the city. Then, amid the shouting of the people and the blowing of the trumpets, the walls would fall, and so the city would lie open before them. All this... the. Israelites did and on the seventh day it came about even as Joshua said it should the walls fell with a terrible crash then the Israelites marched in and took the city the house of Rahab they did not forget they brought her and all her family out from the burning city and placed her in safety among their own women and children Great loads of gold and silver and brass and iron they took from the city. All of this they saved for the building of a temple. For they had been warned to save no part of the city's wealth for their own use. In all this the Israelites obeyed, save one man. He, Achchan, thinking no one saw him, took some of the riches and carried them away and hid them. Now, Joshua knew nothing of all this, but the next day, when the army went against the little city of Ah, behold, the Israelites were driven back to feed it. Even Joshua's heart was heavy. He could not see why it should have been. But when he knelt before God, God said to him, Never can I fight for my people, while there is sin among them. Go! Find Achen, he hath hidden gold in the tent. Accuse him before the people and put him to death. Then again shall success be with the Israelites. Joshua went before his people and told them what God had said to him. Then Achen was called before the Israelites and put to death. Now, said Joshua, let us go against the city of Ah again. They went and this time the city was taken, and the people bowed before the power of the Israelites, acknowledging them as their masters. End of chapter 22. Recording by Denise Ray. Denise Ray, voiceover.com.